Hello dreamers, I'm your host Marco of Dreaming in Fashion. Welcome to another week of this podcast where we discuss all things fashion. So let's start the show. So first up on my list that I want to talk about is Little Nas X. We want to talk about his style here. So his style, his stylist name is um, Hoodoo Musa. I guess that's how you. Pro- I guess that's how you pronounce that. So her working background is from Europe and Asia. So lately, I know that you guys guys been seeing him on like the red carpet, um, seeing him doing photo shoots and different things like that, performances. You know, his style is very like a futuristic Liberacian cowboy. So with like the fringe, all the bold colors, all the bold prints, all of the, I, I guess, I, I don't know what the fabric is like vinyl, I guess, like, or nylon. I don't know. It's I don't know. I, are you guys feeling it? That's That's the main thing here. Are you guys feeling his look? You know, to me, it's very bold. Um, it's very bold. That's all I can say. It's very bold. I don't like a lot of colors personally. I I don't think that I could wear anything like that. Each is all. I would wear something with fringe on it. I love fringe. I'll give him that. I do like the fringe aspect of it. And a lot of his things are like suits. Like, you know, he always had like top and bottoms. You know, if he's going to have like a a shortcut blazer up top, he's going to have a pant to match. That's so I guess that's his stylist and that's her thing. So, hey. Like I said, each is on. Not for me, though. <laughs> so, next up on my list, speaking of clothing and styling and different things like that, we're going to talk about H&M testing out clothing rental. So, around November, maybe like mid-November or the end of November, I'm not, sh- um, pretty, I'm not real sure on the particular dates when this happened, but... H&M um, started this r- clothing rental thing. So basically, consumers can rent like garments for 350 kroner, which is equal to $37 in the U.S. So and that's on a weekly basis. And these clothes are refurbished and they're at a flagship store in the Sergals Torque Square in, in central Stockholm. So. Here's my take on this whole rental thing with these clothing from H&M. I personally think that these clothing are clothing that people were bringing back to H&M. So, if you've ever shopped at H&M, they have this thing where, hey, please bring back your, please bring in your old clothing and we'll give you a 15% discount. So, what I think that this is... I think that these are all refurbished clothing and that was when they were having people bring this these clothing back they were you know getting certain pieces whether they was from a, like a certain collection that's like um non-existing anymore you know so I personally think that this is all clothing from people donating basically and that was the reason why they probably was having people bring back all of that clothing so and they was just picking out the best pieces from all of the from all of those clothing or those clothing items so that's just what i think are you guys feeling that are you feeling refurbished like h&m or for a rental i personally wouldn't think of doing that or you know actually renting from them because 
when I think of H&M clothing, I think of it as fast fashion, as I would think of like, you know, Forever 21, Zara, and so and on and on. You know, the list goes on with fast fashion. So I wouldn't think of wanting to rent anything from them. Um, You know, I just wouldn't. I, I just think of it as fast fashion. It gets old. It gets worn. It, it tears up really easily. So I wouldn't be renting fast fashion. But you guys, you tell me what you think. Would you rent, you know, clothes from H&M for a weekly, on a weekly basis for $35? All right. So next up on my list is a designer spotlight that I want to um, highlight this particular designer because I was so engulfed in her story. So I came across her on YouTube and... She really just told talked about the fashion industry as a fashion as an African American fashion designer and her struggles and you know and being in, in New York City and different things like that. So her name is Daniela Taboys. I hope that I'm pronouncing that right. Um I'll just spell the name for for her, for you all so you all can go to her actual Instagram page or to her YouTube channel and um take a look at it. Um, her name is spelled D-A-N-I-E-L-A, and her last name is spelled T-A-B-O-I-S. So, just to elaborate just a little bit, um, as I mentioned, she is a black fashion designer living in New York City. She talked about her struggles um, being a fashion designer, a black fashion designer in New York City. And, you know, I... Her story is just really, really heartfelt. So I won't tell all the details, but you guys definitely should check out her YouTube channel and just hear her story. I, I really think, and I love her work. Her clothing is impeccable. It's impeccably sewn. You can tell that she has a lot of experience in the industry. Um, I and that was another thing. Another thing that caught my attention was just her craft and and how knowledgeable she was. So you guys make sure you go check out her channel. Make sure that you subscribe and you help her and you support her. All right. Next up on my list is the British Fashion Awards. So let's talk about the British Fashion Awards. So two of my favorite people were at the British Fashion Awards. Now, I saw the picture on, you know, on Instagram. You know, when you're on Instagram, you're just kind of scrolling and you're just like, oh, let me, you see like pictures you just like and you really don't get into the caption. Well, at least I don't really get into the caption that much. And just so happened when I, I really kind of got into the caption, I did not know that Janet Jackson, yes, Janet Jackson, D. Janet Jackson, um, presented Rihanna with her first fashion award for her Fenty, for her Fenty line. So basically, Janet was just kind of like giving, she surprised Rihanna and she presented her with the um, Urban Lux Award. And she basically said that she was so proud of Rihanna for her boldness, her, you know, her act, for her way to be an activist and to be a trendsetter and different things like that. Um, I thought that was a pretty dope moment. You know, that's like the old um, bringing in the new. And that's how it should be. You know, if you're an older artist, um, older designer, whatever. You should be welcoming welcoming in someone that's newer, you know, that's that's in the industry that's really doing something and, you know, making moves. 
All right, let's move on to my next topic. So my next topic is we're going to talk about Lizzo's stylist. So Lizzo has been all in the media for the past couple of days. Well, she's everywhere. Let's just let's just let's just be quite frank frank about it. She's everywhere. So her stylist Marco Monroe. Basically, um, he said that she's this generation's Madonna. So, he basically says that she has that shift on pop culture. Um, and he just said that he didn't know that it was going to escalate so quickly a- as it did. And and he was just saying that that we are just not used to seeing someone with her body shape um, carry clothes in such confidence. And... I agree. Lizzo, if you've been following Lizzo from the beginning, she's very, she's very confident. Um, she's just very confident to be her size. I will say that no matter what her body looks like, she's just a very confident girl. So when I started getting into Lizzo, which almost been like a year and a half, almost seemed like almost two years here. Um, maybe even, yeah, it's been two years. And, um, She's always been provocative, all like on social media. So he just basically said that she's this generation's Madonna. You know, she's provocative, and he kind of styles her accordingly. You know, um, he basically said it really doesn't matter what you wear as long as you have confidence. And then it just says um, that he just basically says, you know, a lot of the times he have a certain idea where her body shape should fit into but styling don't have to be by the rules so at the end of the day he basically said that he just want her to feel good and sexy so you know i can't really knock him for that um lizzo great i think that she has great style too as well to be a plus size girl that's just my take on it so next topic here we're going to talk about you guys' favorite brand. And I know that you guys are tired of hearing me talk about this or talk about them. But they keep showing up in the media uh, almost like on a monthly basis, seems like it, or a weekly basis, seems like it. So Gucci is suing over 300, or, well, three dozen websites for counting counterfeiting products. So... Basically, they're suing them and accusing them for selling knockoff shoes, accessories, clothes, and of appropriating its brand's name. Now, if you if you are a person of fashion and you follow fashion, um, you know that designers knock each other off. It's just it's just the times that we live in with social media and different things like that. Fashion gets knocked off like it's nobody's business these days. And I don't understand why they think that they could sue somebody or sue a company and then feel like that they're not going to continue to knock them off or someone else is not just going to come along because they can't afford your clothes. So they're going to find somebody or they're going to find someone or find somewhere that they can get it for at a cheaper price. And, you know, and they're going to claim it to be real. That's just kind of how it goes. Now, I don't agree with people doing that, but I understand that that's what goes on. And this whole suit thing, I think it's funny. Now, with that being said, I'm... 
remember Dapper Dan? I talked about him on a couple of episodes ago and how they basically, that's what he did to them. He, you know, now, now they've hired him to collaborate with them because basically they were getting called out for different things. So how ironic now they are basically um, suing people, you know, I, I just think it's crazy. That's it's completely crazy <laughs> and it doesn't make sense it's fashion people are gonna knock off knock you off it's just it's just what it is when you're an artist you know if you're the original or you're the originator you don't have to worry about any of that if you are true innovative and a true originator so i'll just leave that there right next topic let's talk about something i stumbled across and i gagged to the to the floor literally so i was on instagram and i was scrolling once again and i came across an adidas body bag and supposedly the adidas body bag belonged to robert mugabe he was the zimbabwe's ex-president and basically, they said that when he, when he passed away, they flew his body from Singapore in an Adidas body bag. Now, this body bag, I don't know. I didn't know if I should love it or if I should be like, oh, that's creepy as hell. But after reading and researching the story, um, Robert actually was a big connoisseur of of the actual brand for uh, of adidas so he always was wearing like adidas clothing jumpsuits and different things like that so apparently that is where that came from now after researching a little bit more i later found out that this wasn't true so sorry to break it to you guys there is no such thing as an adidas body bag i was kind of like i was kind of like you know a little bit upset about it because i was like dang that was kind of dope i liked it actually just a little bit it was a little creepy but i liked it and um so basically this website basically did like uh i guess i don't know they scanned this this person they did like a back image search or something like that which led back to a website that edits and photoshops um pictures and they doctor the pictures up and make them look dope so they said that it wasn't true so that was kind of a, like a spoiler you know i was like wow I, I thought it was dope and that would be dope if if brands be, did that you know it would be a little bit bougietto but hey who knows you know how that goes all right let's talk about all of you, you guys favorite girl favorite artist and that would be Beyonce. Let's talk about her cover in Elle magazine. So, this cover, I really kind of like the pictures from the magazine, especially the pictures from when she was like in a, like a little bodega. She had on like this cream. It actually was an Adidas jacket with this like bright orange dress to the floor. To the floor, it had this peasantry type of look to it. This uh, like it was like a let me rephrase that it wasn't like well, it was like that old feel to it like vintage type of look to it i actually like it 
And I was like, oh, okay, Beyonce, I see you with a little swag. Now, I thought that this cover was better than her Vogue cover um, because it seemed like it was better styled. A, a, lot, of the, a lot of the stuff, I, she was mixing the streetwear with the with that whole vintage I don't know what that pagan the type of dresses that she was wearing but I liked it that I'll just say that I liked it um she was rocking those sneakers she was rocking her Ivy Park braids um with the Ivy Park beading in the in her hair I actually liked it hey what can I say I liked it I can't usually I Usually it's a hit or a miss with Beyonce. Most of the time it's a miss for me when it comes to styling because I don't know if they don't they just don't know how to style her right or if if her look is like way dumbed down to me. But I will say when she performs on stage, I like her costumes though. When she performs on stage, I feel like that's more dramatic and that's more Beyonce to me than when she does fashion. That's just my personal opinion. Now the next step on my list, let's talk about my girl here. Let's talk about Cardi B's cover. And her cover was on the front of Vogue magazine. Now, I kind of got into a little spat on Twitter with someone who's probably uh, not a fan of Cardi B, obviously. And um, they were just saying that this was the worst cover ever um for the magazine the worst vogue cover ever and i was and i basically told him that i've seen worse to be honest and um the the cover wasn't fashionable i'll say that the cover was the cover wasn't fashionable and the pose was very awkward i love seeing um her daughter you know, with her on the cover, I, I I I like seeing kids. You can't, you know, the kids are innocent. Can't really talk bad about kids. And um, it was just Cardi's pose. Her leg was like this awkward shape. Her right leg, if you look at it, it was bent like this awkward type of shape. And I didn't like that pose. And I was like, you know, I've seen Cardi B out in the street. Where's the glamour for this photo shoot? Like, I didn't see it in there. But I did stumble across some more pictures online. Um, I guess from that shoot, I did like those dresses and I'm like, why they didn't use these pictures for the actual covers? It was like she was up on like this rooftop. She had on this like dope gown. Uh, it was kind of abstracty. I'm like, why they didn't use this picture for the, the cover of the magazine? And she was posed correctly. You know, it, it, it looked better than that actual cover. But hey, I don't know why they chose that particular picture. Maybe they just wanted to bring attention to the magazine. That's what I think that they wanted to do. Hey, that's just my opinion. So, guys, that is the podcast for this particular week. So, remember, you can listen to this podcast on, on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. So, just make sure that you guys comment down below. Make sure that you rate my podcast. Make sure that you guys are subscribing on YouTube. And also, make sure that you are dropping down into the comments. You know, if you disagree with me, you know, let me know your thoughts. Um, and let me know what you think. Let, let's just keep the discussion going. Alright guys, that's the podcast for the week. And until next time, keep dreaming. <laughs>